How has the last 12 months been for you and your business? At the time of recording this podcast, it's a year to the day that I delivered my last in-person seminar for a group of chief executives in Leeds. By then, we'd already stopped shaking hands with people and we were pouring copious amounts of antibacterial gel all over our hands at every opportunity. We were beginning to come to terms with the idea that we'd likely need to hibernate in a homeworking environment for just a few weeks while it all blew over. How little did we know as we watched on as other parts of the world plunged into lockdowns that we were only at the beginning of what would turn out to be a very strange time to be alive and a hard time to be in business. For me, that journey back down the M1 from Leeds signalled the shift from 3,000 miles a month's worth of travel and several nights a week hauled up in a hotel somewhere to barely travelling three miles a week as we hunkered down in our Hertfordshire village with our two co-ops, our online weekly food shop and an overused Amazon account. We had everything we needed at our fingertips and I was able to, wait for it, pivot my whole business to run efficiently and effectively from my home office, the box room, which now looks a bit more like a film and radio studio. Again, thanks to my friends at Amazon for that. By the way, am I the only person that can't help but think of the sofa up the stairs scene from Friends when I hear the word pivot? Anyway, wherever you are in the world and whatever the last 12 months has been like for you, I've no doubt that it will have been a roller coaster of emotions and adaptation as we settled into this new normal whilst constantly asking ourselves what the next normal was likely to be like. Compassion and empathy have been the currency in many of our client relationships and we've all become well versed in the ways of asking how are you? No, how are you really? So what have we seen in key account management in the last 12 months? What have you noticed in your client relationships? How have you adapted your communication styles and contact frequencies to fit the current situation? In today's episode, I wanted to share with you some of my reflections some of the things that I've seen, some of the things that I've learned, and some of the thoughts on where the next normal may take us. Welcome to CamCast. I'm your host, David Ventura, a key account management consultant at camguru.com. In this podcast, we explore the strategies, systems, and skills you need for effective key account management. We talk to expert guests and business leaders, sharing the tips, tactics, and techniques for looking after your most important customers. This is Key Account Management Made Easy. Moving to a virtual world where even those who hadn't used video conferencing before now became Zoom and Teams experts took real adjustment for some people. Let's face it, for most key account managers, one of the things that keeps us going in our work is the person-to-person interaction that we get when we're partnering with important customers. The best ongoing trusted relationships that we build tend to be accelerated when we have the opportunity to sit down over a coffee, a lunch or even play a round of golf at an away day. So the move to working online screamed disaster as we fumbled our way through finding a balance between relationship building and the business agenda. Some of the things that I noticed. Firstly, the business agenda for many went out of the window and the early iteration of the Zoom call was primarily a check-in and an opportunity to share experiences and see how each other's businesses were shaping up. We'd find ourselves polishing up our empathy, compassion and our listening skills to lend an ear to clients who wanted to talk. 
If anything, this was a good opportunity to really connect with clients from a vulnerable position and fast track the connection that you have and the rapport between you. Then it flipped the other way. Small talk about the crisis was dropped and the business agenda took centre stage. The pace at which we needed to work accelerated and our diaries were packed with back-to-back video calls and we simply didn't have time to dwell on the niceties. We needed to get down to brass tacks and resurrect the account plan, adapting it to fit the new world. Now is the time to combine the two, ensuring that partnerships in a virtual environment really do cater for the person-to-person connections and also to the business agenda. When you think about your video call behaviour now, how much of your time do you allow for the relationship chat that you'd normally have over a coffee with a client or at the start of a meeting or over lunch? Do you have clear agendas going into a call and are they shared with your client? Do you allow yourself breathing space between calls or are you suffering from back-to-back Zoom fatigue? One thing I came to realise over the last year was that I'd underestimated the value of the journey. Using time on my own, travelling up and down motorways to prepare and reflect. I now know that this is needed in my calendar. I need a buffer between meetings to allow myself to hit the pause button on the day. Do you connect non-verbally with your client on a video call? The camera is the eye of your client and you should connect with it to demonstrate that you're listening and really talking to them. Do you find yourself wandering off when notifications pop up on your screen and how do you mitigate that risk? What ideas have you had or seen that make dull, drab video calls more engaging and fun? With so many of us bored with the groundhog day of lockdown routine, how can you spice it up and introduce mechanisms to make your calls the calls that clients enjoy the most? Camcast, key account management made easy. It's time to regain the win-win balance. As I say, early iterations of the new world working had a heavy emphasis on empathy and compassion, with phrases like, we're all in the same boat becoming commonplace. The truth is, though, that we weren't all in the same boat. We were all in the same storm, and we were all in different boats. For many who found themselves worrying about what the future would hold, the uncertainty around the stability of their business, the industry or their job, they allowed desperation to take hold and started a frantic race to the bottom. Compassion meant compromising the win-win balance and many organisations started to devalue their time, service or products by giving them away for free, perhaps in a veiled attempt to win the long-term loyalty of the customer. The thing about something that's free is that it often lacks a perceived value, creating the danger that customers will undoubtedly question the price when it's reintroduced later in the day. Value for free does have its place in a marketing strategy and indeed as an extra mile tactic for existing paying customers. And at the same time, we need to be careful that we don't obliterate the value for money offers and services that need to remain a staple in our product suite. I'm a big believer in understanding the value and the return that a client is looking for. Ensuring that your offering delivers that value for money and then it adds value on top to go the extra mile and it creates value outside of the product or service as part of your marketing strategy or your key customer experience. 
value really is in the eye of the beholder, and I encourage account teams to become more curious as to what value means to their client, remembering the subjectivity in the subject, and then making intentional operational choices to deliver value for money and value for free without devaluing what they do along the way. A key account relationship does need to be win-win to retain and maintain repeat business. So what have you found yourself giving away during the pandemic and how will you regain control of that value swap? Have you reduced your prices in the last 12 months or have you increased them? What have you learned? What is the value of a call with you and do you charge for it? What value do you bring that differentiates you from your competitors? And if your business ceased to exist today, what would your customers miss about it tomorrow? How have you proactively sought feedback from your key customers on how you performed against their expectations in the last 12 months? All relationships can be measured and assessed by how you perform against the other person's expectations. So the big starting question here is what does your customer expect of you? I'm amazed at how little we actually know about our customers' expectations. The answers are often littered with assumptions and guesswork and tainted with our own perspective and what we would expect if we were the client. In my view, whilst that's useful, it's not enough. We really need to get a handle on what the perceptions, the feelings, the thoughts of our clients are and ask them the three big feedback questions. Where are we meeting your expectations? Where are we exceeding your expectations? And where are we falling short of your expectations? In a key account partnership, we want customers to feel comfortable telling us the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so that we can really understand how the customer perceives us, how they perceive our business, and how they perceive our team. In the world of key account management, where customers' perception can often become your reality, we have to reflect and look at what the impact of the pandemic has had on these perceptions, and whether we may have lost the connectivity and the feedback loop that we once had with our customer contacts. We work with many of our clients to introduce key account audits, where the agenda centres around listening with the intent to understand rather than the intent to respond, which is where many account meetings tend to focus. The audits are a chance to say, thank you for your continued business, we really appreciate it. And also to establish how those customers feel about the service that they've received during the last 6 to 12 months, which, let's face it, may have been very different to what they're used to. The content of a conversation like this would be an agenda of questions that form a game of two halves. The first half to look back on how we've been performing against their expectations and the second to look at the future to understand where their business is heading and how it might change. Ultimately, we're wanting to enable ourselves to move with them and continue to grow our partnership. Camcast, key account management made easy. Ask yourself these questions. Do you have an active feedback loop with your key accounts or has the pandemic broken the connectivity? Do you really understand your clients' expectations and how are you performing against them? 
do you go out of your way to put time aside to proactively seek customer feedback, listening with the intent to understand rather than the intent to reply? I remember in my last in-person seminar, just as our COVID journey was beginning, asking the group to consider what opportunities the crisis would bring. Many of the answers centred around availability and contact. They felt that the move to virtual working would free up time. It was previously taken by travel and the ability to connect with customers anywhere in the world who were stuck in one place and now reachable by video calls. And that would really open up the dialogue with contacts who'd historically proved difficult to pin down. As the first half of 2020 progressed, these assumptions appeared to be true, and many of my clients were indeed benefiting from the opportunistic side of the crisis. As 2020 went on, and the sprint of survival turned into a marathon of change, fatigue kicked in, and many of the people I was speaking to began to struggle to keep the momentum of the opportunity. Communication preferences began to change, and the email warriors decided that Zoom wasn't for them, and they reverted to that default position. It was difficult to keep up with who was on furlough and who wasn't, and many clients were living in hope that the normality would return soon, leading to the phrase, we'll wait till after lockdown, to become commonplace within conversation. So the question for me to you is this. Looking at the pandemic now, as we start Q2 of 2021, What opportunities do you see as a result of COVID? How is today's version of normal affecting the way you engage with your important customers? And what will the next version of normal be for your business? And are you prepared for it? I'd really encourage you to take some time and reflect on some of these questions from the episode, all of which you'll find on the show notes, and hit the pause button on your busyness to really think about your business. To say that the last 12 months has been a challenge would, for most of us, be an understatement. The juggle struggle has been real, and balancing work, family, homeschooling, friendships, and our own mental health has often felt like too many things to do. For many, there have been moments of absolute joy, basking in the glorious sunshine of the spring of 2020, trying to become TikTok famous and starting lockdown or furlough projects. And for others, the last 12 months has been incredibly tough. Trying to stay optimistic and upbeat in difficult market conditions, knowing ultimately that their performance may be the difference that affects the survival chances of the business. Whichever camp you find yourself in, I'd really encourage you to reflect on how the last 12 months has been with your key customers. How has your experience affected the value that you bring to those partnerships? How has the experience of your customers affected the value that they need from you? And how do you see the next 12 months in these relationships? And what will the next normal look like for you, your business and your client engagements? In the next episode of Camcast, I'm really excited to be talking to Henry Rose Lee, intergenerational diversity expert, and we'll be digging into the future of work and creating harmony in our client relationships across the generation gaps. Thank you for listening to this episode of Camcast, a podcast brought to you by camguru.com. 
one of the UK's leading key account management consulting and training organisations. If you like this episode, we'd really appreciate you sharing it with your connections, giving us a review on your chosen podcast app and letting us know what else you'd like to hear in an upcoming episode. You can find the show notes for this episode on the website at camguru.com forward slash podcast.